Yo, 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 it's fucking No Plastic here with another interview. We're, today, we had the very pleasure of interviewing our good friend, Mama Do Bob. Hey, everyone, listen to this, please. What's up, Mama Dude? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you know, you, oh man, I don't even know what to yeah, say. Well, outside, but that's that's Marcus for you, bro. Yeah, I, I can't even be mad at that. Yeah, you transform into Mike Tyson for like yeah, literally years. Japanese Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> hey man, uh, Mama Dude, if you wanna if you wanna introduce yourself, you know what I'm saying the the real OG. No plastic heads. No, wait, wait, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. Restart with the intro. That wasn't actually, we're not actually using that. Was not too late. We're not restarting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, bro, no, it's fully embraced. Like you said, man, we're recording. Yo, it's done. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? Welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, we, got a, we got a very special guest. Yeah, I'm going to cut out this one. <laughs> <laughs> we got our good friend, Mamadou Ba, in the building. That's just as bad. All right, Chris, give a good intro. I've got to do that. <laughs> you know All what? Right, since hey, assholes hey, don't hey. want to introduce me. No, I got it right now. No, no, no. Since Let Mama Do introduce himself. Since these assholes don't want to introduce me, we have Mama Do Ba here. Ready to fuck up this podcast. Oh, that's the energy. That's what I like to see. Is my, <laughs> my team, boy. That's that. That's that Detroit energy. That's that Detroit. That's that. Four eight. Now you heard me. That's that Detroit West Side. Yeah, I said the West Side. Yo, yo, chill out, bro. <laughs> yeah, I said it. West Side. <laughs> oh, hey, we'll get to the goat in a sec. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> shout out to. Shout out to Mamadou. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, this isn't your first time on our channel, on our show. Yeah. So this is the first interview. But first I don't do interviews. You know, That's so this is weird. But I have a couple on the internet, you know. No, 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 no. Go peep Voyage in Lincoln bio. No, 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 no. The accent. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you want to just give a quick, just like overview about like just who you are, I guess what you do. Uh, I'm Marmadou. I like to create cool shit. And I like basketball. Just chilling, bro, honestly. Kicking it with the homies. All right, all right. Man, you know. <laughs> Gang shit, okay. Um, I mean, I guess to, to start, it wouldn't be right if we didn't acknowledge your background, you know. Um, you want to just talk about, like, um, I guess – just growing up in general, I mean, I know that, you know, you, you don't have a very common, um, a very common, like, upbringing. So, if you want to just, like, yeah. talk about that. I mean, so, I was born in West Africa in Guinea. Mm -hmm. I was born in 94, lived there till I was seven, and then moved to Detroit in 2002, raised in Detroit. Um, 
yeah, that pretty much shaped who I was, but then saw there wasn't like enough for me there. So I eventually moved to California in 2014, but then settled into moving into LA in 2016. Been here since, and now this is home. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, do you remember? Do you remember Africa very much? I know you left early, but yeah, I remember as much as I could, honestly. Okay. Do you remember yeah. like what the what that culture shock was like when you first got to the Detroit? Oh uh, hell yeah! You know? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that experience was just way different for me, just because. Actually, I wouldn't say it was different. I feel like I transitioned very well, hmm. just because I was like forced to be mixed in with everything that was going on, and like my mom being very cultural and making sure I like understood different things made the transition very smooth for me mm -hmm. and yeah the only thing that was like kind of tough was learning English just because kids would like annoy you with that like <laughs> oh you're from Africa and your name is weird blah 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 and you you have a weird accent like just all that stuff but yeah the transition was very smooth for me um your mom like contributed to that easy transition like no, she, just, no, she just told me, like, just, yo, don't worry about what people think about you. You'll be fine. Just stay who you are type thing. Just never forget where you came from. Which is, I think that's something that's important to, to kind of tell kids, like, early. Because, I mean, like, you see it all the time. Like, kids that are um, – kids who, who have parents that aren't from this country. And then their yeah. kids are very, like, out of touch with, like – where their parents grew up and like what their parents um kind of experienced growing up and it's like i feel like a lot of people like whether they try to or not i feel like a lot of people try to like kind of distance themselves from that you know yeah and it's kind of yeah, sad to see true. i've seen it a lot actually yeah, especially, especially out here yeah I mean, I've, I've seen people like almost move as if they're like ashamed of like where their parents are from you know yeah just weird not to me but true. i mean it's real <clears throat> um how do you think that coming from an African household kind of like shaped you to be the person that you are now, like not even just like back then, but kind of moving into like when you, when you got through high school and like went to college. I mean, growing up in an African household, like, you know, it's like very tough, but I just love my mom just cause she supported me fully in like whatever I wanted to do type shit. Yeah. That's why right. even though like she didn't fully understand like exactly what I wanted to do mm -hmm. and Sometimes I did stress her out, but like she she supported me in literally everything. There would be times I would have like family members who would like, even to this point, they would think like, "Oh, he's a failure because he's not an engineer or like uh, a neurosurgeon, a lawyer, or working in a corporate office somewhere." But it's just like, yo, <laughs> I mean, at first, it, <clears throat> no, go ahead, go ahead, my fault. <clears throat> no, I was saying like at first that that bothered me just because like, yo, I'm trying to make sure the family like actually cares about me and actually thinks I'm successful but I just realized like yo I'm gonna do what I want and I know what's gonna make me happy type situation so now yeah. it's to the point where they ask me like yo what are you doing now I tell them like, yo I've been engineering clothing like what about you <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta add that Uzi vert now I do what I want <laughs> oh my god uh, but yeah so now it's to the point where like they are fully understanding what I'm doing but it's only to the point where they See, like, I'm working with these cool brands that 
I've looked up to, they looked up to, and just actually loving and I can travel and make money doing what I want to do type situation. Yeah, which is tight. I mean, I think for <clears throat> for um, for a lot of people our age, like I think we, we, we come from a very, all of us kind of come from a very interesting generation where it's like um, kids that kind of grew up with like the growth of the internet and like the introduction mm-hmm. of like the internet becoming what it is now. Yeah. Where it's like the internet is like a very like necessary, it's not even like a, ne- like the internet is like, I feel like saying that it's necessary isn't even giving it enough credit. You know, that the internet is literally everything like <clears throat> to the point yeah, of where the like internet, the internet shaped who we are as people today. Yeah. Well, for it, our generation. At least. Exactly. Exactly. For our generation. It's, it's interesting too. Cause like we, we are the last generation that knows how to move without the internet. Yeah. We grew up like that. Yeah. Like, the internet mm-hmm. wasn't really like, available like that, but at the same time, like, like we know how to use it too. Like we know how to utilize and we know how to like, I think the people yeah. that are kind of the best, the best people at the internet, I guess, are people that are probably close to our age, you know, so it's, it's definitely interesting times. Um, so, I mean, you spoke about, um, how your, your, your mom was always like supportive of like what you wanted to do. Um, I know that before you kind of got out here or before you started doing what you're doing now, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like, like flashback to like some years ago, uh, you went to, you went to school to play basketball, right? Yeah. You want to talk about that? How was that? Uh, it was cool. I mean, really, it was more so like just because I don't like quitting at anything. Mm-hmm. And in high school, we had like all these D1 players and the coach didn't like want to show me any attention type thing. But I was like, yo, I'm going to prove you wrong type situation. So ended up eventually going to play at Northern, hated the coach there. Northern Michigan, exactly, but hated the coach there, moved to NorCal, played two years there, and then was moving down to SoCal to play school down here, but then I ended up tearing my ACL, so I was like, yo, I have to figure out, like, another situation to make life better for me in the situation, yeah. Damn. Um, yeah, basketball literally, like, shaped who I am today, so I am very grateful for that sport. That's pretty amazing, too, especially considering the fact that you literally have no handle. It's all jumper. Like, you can't even, like, create your... That's, that's, that's very true, Marcus. It's 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 literally like, yo, if Mamadou does not catch and shoot, like, he's not getting a bucket, bro. No, I can pull that's, up, relax. That's... that's It's unbelievable. He's Man. Like, Mamadou's like the left-handed Brian Cook. <laughs> Who the hell is Brian Cook? He's not a real Laker fan, man. No, honestly, bro was literally just a catch and shoot dude, and like he he was low key lights out, but that's all he could do. <laughs> no, let's just say let, let's 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 say like let's say Michael Red with no handle. <laughs> yo, but yo, what's crazy is you said Michael Red. So I didn't really start playing basketball until I got to high school, like before it's I played pretty, soccer. It's pretty crazy, by the way, and the fact that like you before play. I played soccer, but then me and the homie Gaosu like. We've been friends since, like, third grade. We basically moved to America type situation. Oh, cool. So he played basketball growing up, and I played soccer. And then in high school, we, like, flipped. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, when I was first shooting, my jump shot was literally Michael Red's jump shot. <laughs> and I remember one time it was in a game. Literally, I shot the ball, and everyone just yelled, Oh! <laughs> That's when I literally realized, like, yo, this jump shot is not going to work, so you have to change this shit. (laughs) And eventually, like, my jump shot formed to what it is now. 
Damn. So yeah, oh, Marcus, you can't guard me. Yeah. Guard me. Big bad, got him big man. A nigga get into some money in his bitch bag. Jumping out the rose truck with the temp tag. I'm getting money, I don't get mad. Uh, ask a nigga in my hood, he gonna set it on stamp. And when them situations came, I came out like a champ. When it was pouring down rain and I came out of a dent. But now it's champagne showers when we popping the champ. Uh, we dug all the fast and they traps. Niggas can't be us cause they rats. Stand tall, point a finger, never that. I knew a nigga had it all, went to the bing and get it back. That's why I'm humble as ever. And I rumble whatever. Don't chase hoes, cause they come with the shutter. I see my man, girl, start acting bougie when he fuck up a shutter. Before you knew it, niggas was fucking her better. I knew about it and I wanted to tell him I felt funny as ever. But when I told him, he went running to tell her. Damn. Remember I was down bad, I'm talking under the cellar None of Rose races come with umbrellas For the rain and all the pain that we've been through If you don't feed your wolves, they gon' put you on the menu That's why I be with family and some boys that I've been through If money determine loyalty, we cut you with a Ginsu And all go against you, facts Rule number one Never count your homie pockets thinking you deserve it Rule number two Never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses Rule number three Say you send that money, shit, you better stop splurging. Cause when it's all said and done, and you back at the bottom, they gon' treat you like you worthless. Respect the game, fuck the fame. We millionaires, fuck you watching Lil Chain. Niggas disappeared quick as Lil Zane. You feeling yourself, I know you got a little lame. Just hold your composure, I seen this shit happen over and over. That couple hundred thousand holding you over. That ain't real money, that's bill money. Buy Rolly, get a real money. Catch a case, pay a lawyer, take a deal money Now you tapped out, ain't got no appeal money Calling home like niggas then did you wrong But when you had that money, you could've put niggas on In the moment that they put cuffs on you, your bitch was gone Student at the game, I'm just ahead of my class I'm that nigga, but I never got my head on my ass I'm doing good, but I'm ready for bad And you won't never catch me frank Cause I'm used to being second to last Respect the game Rule number one Never count your homie pockets thinking you deserve it Rule number two, never trust a bitch that'll fuck you for some purses. Rule number three, say you send that money, shit, you better stop splurging. Cause when it's all said and done, and you back at the bottom, they gonna treat you like you worthless. Respect the game. <laughs> I think one underrated lesson in basketball is literally like people talking shit to you. Cause like they're oh, not, yeah. like especially like parents and shit. Like hearing older older yeah. people who are like supposed to be like grown, like talking mad shit. It's like okay, like literally everybody is a person, and everybody is like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel that like that separates the pros from like the random everyday people because you have to be very confident when it comes to basketball and yeah. just in life in general, honestly. I think that's one, that's one thing that kind of separates, um, uh, I mean, cause I, I feel like growing up like elementary school, kindergarten, all that shit, you always learn like, oh yeah, like treat others the way you want to be treated. Like don't, yeah. you know, like speak nicely to everyone. But as soon as, as soon as kids get introduced to sports and it's like, yo, like, like I know we're supposed to be better than, or I know we're supposed to like be friendly to each other, whatever. But, like, I'm literally better than you at this. And it's like, wait, no, you're not. You know, and it, it starts off as, as, like, playful and as simple as that to, like you said, Marcus, you go to a fucking uh, high school basketball game, you got fucking parents, like, cussing at kids, like, 
yo, yeah. you want shit? Like, whatever, you know? And it's like, yeah. it's crazy because I think sports, like, not only in the, not only, like, the confidence aspect and, like, the, like, the hard work aspect that, like, goes into playing sports and, like, being good at what you do or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think sports play a very, like, important role in kids' lives. Just, like, yeah. teaching them, like, life lessons, like, left and right. I feel like there's so much you can learn from from sports more than just, like, the surface-level stuff. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Um, so you played basketball, and then you um, you stopped because you got hurt. Um, what, what happened, I mean, after you got hurt? Because I know, like, I've sustained, like, fucking, like, big injuries like that, too. And it's, like, I feel like when it happens – I mean, especially if it's because I I didn't go to school to play a sport or anything. I'm like none of us really did, but I can't imagine like going to a school like for that purpose, and then when that thing happens, it's like okay, shit. Like I feel like it would just be a whole like like let me take a step back and really like evaluate like what yeah, no, literally that's what it was. Like you literally have to take a step back and evaluate what you want to do with your life type situation because that's when you realize like yo i'm not going pro or anything so yeah. i have to actually live like a normal person and <laughs> figure out another passion that you're actually truly passionate about so after that happened what did you what did you like land on what, what, were, what were your like initial was, thoughts for, was like like fashion and clothing hmm. yeah just I've been, yeah i've been into that since like middle school so it okay. was just something that i always gravitated towards so if it wasn't basketball it was going to be clothing always okay do you remember like how you how you got into it, like what that was in middle school that really like drew you in? Um, honestly, it was just yeah, mostly my older cousins. Like I have four older cousins: Moss, Kareem, Elijah, and Poppy. Shout out to them. But like they had all the cool shit growing up, and they showed me like my first infrared Jordan Six. Oh, I was like yo, what the fuck! And instantly fell in love. So that got me into Jordans, like, very heavily. And then they showed me, like, Guest Denim, Prada Product, and just a whole bunch of other stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It always starts with shoes, though. Yo, no, nah, literally. But, yeah, they showed me all this other cool stuff. But, oh, speaking of the cool, so Moss introduced me to, like, Lupe's music. And I heard the song Goldwatch, and he was talking about, like, Junior and Futura, oh. HTM, Goyard, like, Neighborhood, and, like, a whole bunch of other stuff. So, 2008. Yo. Yeah, <laughs> in a way, like, Lupe somewhat segued me into pursuing fashion, too. Which is, I mean, we'll, we'll get there, but I think that's, that's crazy just knowing, like, what's kind of, what's come of that, you know? Like, where, yeah. where it started with, like, you first hearing about Lupe versus yeah. like where that whole thing is now. You know, I think it's, yeah. it's crazy to see like the parallels. Um, nah, literally. But I mean, so when you when you decided like, okay, I wanna do this fashion thing, I wanna try to like pursue clothes. Like what did, how did you go about that? Uh, I mean, like I said, I've always like been very into it, but when I like had that ACL injury, it was just, okay, what other situation are you gonna figure out to try and help your family out and actually prove people wrong make a name of yourself so it was just constructing garments yeah um so i i guess like in between in between college and now um you've uh you've worked at a few different places you know some some pretty notable places like in the like like fashion community i guess out here in la Mm -hmm. um what are some of the 
some of the bigger lessons I guess you learned like in working in in places like that? You already know. Eddie, uh, you, already know the, you already know the first rule. <laughs> you know the first rule, man. Tell them. Don't, don't be a fiend. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a fiend. Man. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, that. too, exactly. I think that's a really that's a really important thing. I think for people to learn early, and I think yeah. like I think people that have that realization, everyone has a story, whether they want to admit it or not, where oh, they sure. they didn't know that and they were a fiend at one point, and something <laughs> like they they went too far, like. Like we're like too gassed about someone's shoot, like something happened, yeah. and then they're like, "Yo, I can never do that again." <laughs> <laughs> too many things but, to work through. Yo, but not even in that situation. I mean, bro, because like I grew up in Detroit, so it's just we didn't have access to everything that you guys have access to out here. Yeah. So moving out here at first, I was fairly fiendy, but working at the one spot that I worked at that I don't feel like naming right now, <laughs> just, yep. yeah. just literally tone down my fiendiness yeah and i have to credit mcbean and Sobe and kenny and all those guys but yeah it really toned me down a lot yeah I it think showed that, me what's actually important in life i would say yeah which is tight because i think like i think for a lot of people that move out to la like they don't get an experience like that like they don't yeah have the opportunity to work in it like they're they're i feel like a lot of people are chasing it the whole time mm -hmm. and because of that like they'll be 30 years old still on the same shit like yeah still, still being fiends still being weird you know <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. but um so i mean once you once you kind of like once you stopped working um i guess like for other people once you stopped working like in stores what were some of the i mean well, what was that like to 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 just say like yo i'm done like i'm not gonna work for someone else anymore Honestly, it was just working at round two just opened my eyes up so much because I saw how like Sean, Luke, and Russo, and Manny, who was like, who was, like constructing the shop and running it the proper way. Mm -hmm. And they're doing it at such a young age that I was like, yo, I'm at a young age. I need to take advantage of this time. Yeah. And I've built all these connections, so I might as well start utilizing it now before it's way too late. So I just saw the perfect window. And my thing is, I just, I like moving on my own time. So when I feel like I'm not learning in a situation anymore, it's time for me to go and move on to something else. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, yeah. I think, like you said, like round two is an interesting place, especially when you were there. Because I think you were there. Yeah, like, that early. was like prime time round yeah. two. Really, like, through the transition of, like, where they were to what it is now, where it's, like, they got, like, fucking 15 stores or whatever. Yeah. Like, fucking, like, a YouTube show and, like, just all this oh, other yeah. stuff. And yeah. it's become, like, a lot more than what it was. I remember one time I was just on my YouTube Explore page and I see fucking Mama Dude's goofy ass. <laughs> and I was like, Yo, what? to be real, I didn't really like to be on that show just because I don't really like being in front of cameras, but... That's, yeah, that's it was very interesting working in there. That's where I learned um, how to solve a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> wait, wait you, you saw that episode? <laughs> yeah, I think that was like one of my first days there too. Damn. Yeah, actually, sidebar, what's the, what's the wildest story you're allowed to tell from round two, from the round two days? We're going to ask, yeah, what's the, what, what was the, what's the most fiendy day again? There's, there's some crazy, there's some crazy stories. Oh, Black Friday? <laughs> Bro. Like, that's one day everyone wanted to, like, get their hours covered because no one wanted to work that shit. 
So you're literally working, I think, what is it? 14 hours of nonstop action. You get like a 30 minute break. Like, nah, man, fuck that. You know, all these, all these, all these resale and consignment shops have the, have the most janky fucking protocol, bro. No, you have you work 24 hours and you're gonna have two 15 minute breaks. <laughs> no, no, no. We normally got an hour break, but it was just so busy that you didn't have time for a break. Like, nah, bro. That's like, it got to when when it was time for break time, they literally had to close the store just so we could sit in the middle of the store and eat type situation <laughs> and get back to work. Damn. Yo, yeah. honestly, like Black Friday needs to be like, yo, if you work Black Friday, you got to get like double time or something. Because yeah. Black Friday, uh, like, Black like, Friday at round two, I pray for you, bro. Bro, yeah, that's that's another level. Because I feel like I'll pull up on like a weekend and be like, damn, it's kind of busy in here. And be like, no, nah, this is not. This is this not, is nothing. Like, damn, it's kind of busy, bro. There's a line outside. Like, no, well, if you go to if you go to round two, like not even Black Friday. If you go to round two, like on a weekend, like if you go to round two on a weekend with stuff in your hands. Be prepared to to fucking be all oh, the corner like, kids, bro. Hey, bro what, I hated what is that? What is that? Hey, are Yo. you selling that? Yo, what is that? We oh hated them God. so much, bro. It's just, like, you're trying to steal business from the store, then you're barely gonna make any bit of money. Like, I'm like, nah, man. Kid, like, like speaking of fiends, like, like I feel like that's one thing that that this whole like, I guess like fashion really like like this fashion boom that I guess mm-hmm. we're kind of in right now. Because I think, like, back when we were all, like, in, like, middle school, I mean, even high school, like, yeah. being into your clothes and stuff wasn't, like, a popular thing to do. Like, it was, like, traffic. Let's peruse the essentials of cool, a brief study of the things so instrumental to do that make me feel flyer than lobbies of double Jews. A disclaimer, just a rhyme, no credentials from a school. Now, let's peruse the essentials of cool, a brief study on the things so instrumental to do feel flyer than lobbies of double dues a disclaimer just a rhyme no credentials from the school so in my fall of Rome jeans my headquarter wallet my neighborhood shirt and my any chin clock shit might not go to college but my street smart polish like the black fingernails of that punk rock logic through the knowledge man you can't be punk from projects firm disbeliever in your punch clock promise was trading off my comics I was taking them to school one of Jay-Z boys now I'm skating in your pool not to be rude I'm just hating on your rules like a young 50 i'm on my world tour good morning singapore i'm bringing the sun with me from the robert taylor homes to africa slum cities i am american mentally with japanese tendencies parisian sensibility so stay out the vicinity of yeah yeah the niggas over there it's just yeah yeah now look at what i wear got my gold watch and my gold chain with my fancy car and my diamond ring with my fancy broad and she full rain so it's no words in this, no slang and I'm no trick and I'm no lame It's just so slick that she's so game and it's yeah, yeah She love it over here, it's just yeah, yeah She love it over here, it's just yeah, yeah She love it over here, it's just yeah, yeah, she love it over here. I like dip tea candles and Maharishi sandals and Dita sunglasses, purple murder service samples. I like false t-shirts, Dover Street is off the handle. Such a good designer, Junior Wantanabe, damn you. I like Yochi Yamamoto and a Max Rose Solo. Leather Gucci belts and Guilty Brotherhood polos. I like Mont Blanc pins and Moleskine paper. I like go yard bags and green hour laters. Monaco Magazine and Japanese manga. 
Hearing us for rattles in HTM trainers I love Street Fighter 2 I just really hate Zang if only Ken and Ra I find it hard to be Blank I keep a wee Ninja hanging And now Uncle Album banging If you negative in energy Then stay out the vicinity of Yeah, yeah Them niggas over there Yeah, yeah, yeah Now look at what I wear Got my gold watch And my gold chain With my fancy car And my diamond ring With my ghetto broad And she's so plain Got a couple scars And one of those long names She a fighter nigga And cusses with no shame And a X-Man Had a bag of the cocaine Coveted thing is a high self-esteem and a low tolerance for them telling me how to lean. See the most important parts are the ones that aren't unseen. The wings don't make you fly and the crown don't make you king. And God don't like ugly, ain't too happy about pretty. I am ignorance is enemy, so stay out the vicinity of yeah, yeah. The niggas over there, it's just yeah, yeah. Now look at what I wear, got my gold watch and my gold chain with my fancy car and my diamond ring with my. Ghetto broad and she's so plain Got a couple scars and one of those long names She a fighter nigga and cusses with no shame And a X-Man had a bag of the cocaine But she, yeah, yeah, she loved it Like I think people like granted yeah, yeah, But it wasn't, it, it wasn't the way it is now, you know yeah, Where it's like, yeah, it's almost normalized to have like a lot of Oh yeah, for sure Have a lot of clothes um, But, but now, see, that's the thing, it's like now, when we were growing up, it was like, okay, you see all this stuff on the internet, but you barely could get it because either you couldn't afford it or you just had no access to it. Yeah. But now we have access to literally everything we want, and it's literally. just like, yo, we really don't care about it. Yeah. That's it's crazy how that works. That shit. <laughs> Weird. It's, it's fucked up how things work. It's like when you, I don't know, man. It's like when you want it really bad, it's like nobody gives it to you or like, yeah. And then once you like get to a point like you, where you have access, to all this shit it's like you don't want it anymore i don't i don't know it's yeah. weird i think that's it's, it's like that with other things too like, i don't know why it's like that but no i like that with everything yeah i think that's like yeah. why like people just want stuff that they can't have yeah yeah, yeah. sick game sick <laughs> sick game bro um so i guess like in in working for yourself and like um being your own boss if you will uh what's the mm -hmm. biggest lesson you've learned about like working for yourself um i mean the biggest lesson would honestly just be the patience and then just maintaining consistency yeah. i mean well i mean we honestly didn't even mention it but i mean you you left round two really to because i mean you were doing say bomb before like when you were still yeah, out yeah so like let's see i went to round two november 2017 mm -hmm. and then learned a lot from there so i think like what was it uh, July 2018 was I started constructing the brand like heavily but I've been working on it since 2017 of course yeah and then I was like okay this is the perfect time and then November Bristol Studios gave me that lob of doing the pop-up and I was just kind of gauging of like where the brand would sit hmm. in the market type situation and fast forward to 2019 I left in June and went to Paris the next day but that's a little later on yeah <laughs> I mean, I think, um, build, I mean, just the brand that we have, like us three, like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's fun too, but it's a lot of work just between the three of us. So like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, 
I'm always just like amazed to see like how you're able to do it all by yourself for the most part. I mean, you no, know, no, it's not all by myself. Like Garrett, the greatest graphic designer ever <laughs> helps a lot. Yeah. My shout out to Garrett. Yeah. Literally anytime I'm stressed or can't figure out a concept, we just bounce ideas back and forth literally for like 16 hours. Damn. <laughs> Sit on zoom all fucking day. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Garrett. Shout out to fucking Garrett. <laughs> um, so, I mean, before we go further, like, do you want to just, like, talk about the brand real quick? Just, like, what the, the basic concept is and then, like, kind of what you what you make now and, kind of, like, what direction you want to go in? Like, I mean, what? so, basically, well, the overall goal for the brand is to eventually get to, like, the high fashion space. Mm-hmm. So, where I could use, utilize that work to work on other creative projects. Okay. So... You're trying to build like, right, umbrella, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So like right now, it's cool like throwing graphics on T-shirts and all that, but that's not what's like really fun for me. Yeah. Like I want to eventually to where I can actually like create my own pieces like from scratch type situation. Yeah. Because I like constructing shapes and all that, but yeah, eventually that's what I want to get to. But the overall objective of the brand is to just simply inspire the youth and just everyday individuals <clears throat> who are unsure if they will like want to attack their goal. So simply just do it, but with the DOU. Because <laughs> that's really the only option is like, yo, you just have to try, bro, or else you literally never know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, trying, I, I, the situation would turn out in the positive. Is that an upcoming Nike collab? Hey, man. Hey. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess uh, just to kind of like take a step back and just like kind of look at everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the bigger scope of things, like, would you say that, I mean, I guess it's kind of a strange question, but I, I, I think that whether you would agree or not, I feel like you probably would, but whether you would agree or not, I think that tearing your ACL might've been like one of the better. Oh, things that was the best thing that happened to me ever. Best thing that happened to me ever. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, which is crazy to think about, because yeah. I think like a lot of people that are in that situation, like, especially in that moment, it's the worst thing that's ever happened to them, you know? Yeah. But those are the people that are actually getting paid to play basketball. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm talking about even the 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 high school senior yeah, kid, yeah, or like yeah, the yeah. D3, like yeah, whatever. Because, but, you know? but that's also the situation of people like not finding other passions and then just completely giving up. So they settle yeah. for a regular nine to five that they actually don't like, or yeah, it just spirals down even worse for them. So you just have to look at the positive sides of things and figure out what you actually want to do. That's very true. Um, yeah. I guess speaking about like kind of just doing it and just like doing the stuff that you want to do. Um, yeah. We we all, along with a very large group of, of people, <laughs> uh, went to Japan last year. Oh, yeah. Um, that was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's definitely crazy to say the least. I think um, uh, that was my first time out there. I think that was like a few of our first times out there, and um, mm-hmm. that was the first, the first real like, that was the first business trip I guess that we've taken as far yeah. as like going somewhere with the intention of like doing something for work. Um, do you want to just like how how was that experience for you? I mean, like as far as far as like. As far as from the brand perspective. 
Yo, Japan was, well, first of all, let's talk about it from a personal perspective. Japan was just amazing to me just because I've always wanted to go there since like the fifth grade type situation. Yeah. So being considered the weirdo because I like watching anime and love Japanese style, like actually being immersed in that in Japan was just crazy. And the, the, the way they showed us love on the pop-up, yeah. I was Oh, yeah, like we could really take over the world. Like, yeah, that was crazy. Well, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember that that whole day so well. We were at, um, we we're at the the spot getting the banana pancakes <laughs> and uh, playing the fucking shuffleboard shit. And then, oh, me and I you do remember left. that, yo. <laughs> me and you left to go um, to take all the stuff because we had the suitcases with like all the merch and stuff. Yeah, so we, bro. we took the we took the train, walked to the spot, and like. I hadn't been there before, so like when we were walking, it was like, wait, where's it at? Like, there's mad yeah, people yeah. like just here. Like, yeah, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know why it's busy right now. Like, I don't know why there's all these people standing here for no reason. But like, can anyone like show us where to go? And then, like, we look and it's like, wait, why are they in a line? Like, wait, why is that the space? To, like, wait, what? Uh, oh so shit, that line is for us. Like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, man. So that that whole shit was super crazy. Shout out to June, man. Yeah, shout out to June. Like. Yeah, he definitely didn't have to do that. But, um, yeah, I think that was a big moment for all of us, just just having, like, having a space in a foreign country and, like, selling out. Like, bro, we would have sold out. Like, I mean, because the line, the line obviously grew, but, like, yeah. the only reason it took us, like, a, a couple hours or whatever to sell out is because we had to throttle the line because it was too crazy. Yeah. But I think we literally sold out in, like, 30 minutes. So we had a lot of dead time because with the pop-up yeah. was, like, five hours. Yeah, so we had to, yeah, the pop up, yeah, we had the space for like five hours. Like, bro, that is such a learning experience. We didn't have change. Like, the literally the very first yeah. person came in and was like, yeah, we did not come Crazy. prepared at all. <laughs> not at all. But now we know. Oh, yeah, that was like one of the most fulfilling projects, fulfilling for, projects sure. for sure, as far as a brand. Yeah. I agree. I mean, for, for us, it was definitely. Um, uh, do you have any other projects that you guys have done that have been, like, super fulfilling? Um, honestly, as far as a personal project, it was the Lupe project for me. That and then the Japan one. Yeah, that's nuts. Just because, like, that Lupe one, I'll still remember it. It was, I was with Sobe. We were going to Hi-Ho, and we were stuck at a red light because I gave him the wrong direction. <laughs> And then Lupe had texted me like, yo, what's up, bro? You want to take a crack at like doing this food and liquor merch? And I literally looked at Lupe. I mean, looked at Sobe like, what the fuck did I just <laughs> receive right now? <laughs> so yeah, we banged that out. But then it was like full, full circle moment because the person that worked on the album cover, Chuck Anderson, like I really fucked with his work like very heavily. So it's just tying all that in just made it extra surreal for me, honestly. And then being able to go to show, go to the show with the homies, that was that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Yo. <laughs> that's like that's like a crazy like full circle moment. I think like like because I think people have people have moments where it's like, oh, I had the chance to work with like this person I was looked up to, whatever. But like for yeah. that person to hit you on some like, yo, can you like, do you want to do this? Like that's yeah, crazy. like literally random, bro. Random as fuck, tripping. Damn. And I mean, even then, like Lupe was you—you you featured Lupe when you like debuted the um the like tactical pants, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking flex. 
I mean, even when he did that, that's when I was like, yo, like, bro, the the OG Lupe fucks with my shit heavy, so no one can really tell me shit anymore. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, so I guess back to back to Japan real quick. Like, after, after we did that trip, it was like, I know for us, it was just like a big moment. Like, yo, this is so mm-hmm. fire. Like, now we can go back home and, like, really focus on like the next thing yeah but for you it wasn't that because you were planning on leaving the country again (laughs) like right after you want to talk about um where you went next yeah because in japan literally while in japan i was already thinking about thinking about going to paris for fashion week but i was in the same situation i was like yo if i'm gonna leave the country again i might as well make a business trip out of it so me and the homie that works at Afterdrop, well, owns Afterdrop, uh, scanned. We were already communicating back and forth like the whole year about eventually doing a pop-up in Paris. So I was like, yo, why not? Why not just do it now? Do it now. I get a little impatient. Who's that? It got the keys to my spaceship. Sell it all Alicia Kishi on my playlist. I am not receiving, you know, I don't take shit. officially confirmed in my head like yo it's time for you to go and i talked to i talked to i've been trying to talk to sean for like two weeks before i quit but he's always so busy so like the day before i left i caught him in in the morning before he like left 
to he left the shop and shit. I was like, yo, by the way, today's my last day. I, I, meant to, I meant to tell you like two weeks ago. I already told Manny. We have the situation figured out. He's going to hire new people. I just want to say thank you and peace. And I left the next day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Paris was crazy too. That was a learning Dude. lesson for sure. Yeah, we got we got to run to Paris next year for sure. Yeah, yeah I know. Once once the world opens back up, we definitely gotta. We definitely have to do that. And part two, gotta be yeah. Paris, Paris for sure. On literally drop on Music Day, like yeah, bro. The streets are crazy on Music Day, bro. Yeah, we gotta yeah. must. Um, in in like I mean through your experience in Paris, like you you said just now that it was a a big learning experience. Do you want to like talk about that a little bit? Like, like what happened when you were in Paris? What was the plan and like what happened? I mean, the plan was just literally to do a pop-up at Afterdrop, but the way it kind of, I don't really like doing all day pop-up situations. Like yeah. you see in Japan, we did it for three hours. The one, the pop-ups that I had in LA were normally like what, three hours as well, right? Yeah. So in Paris, we did it all day. So like the, Merch wasn't really selling as fast as I wanted, especially coming off of Japan where that shit sold out in 30 minutes. I kind of felt deflated. Like, oh, fuck. Okay, I have to build brand presence out here. So all the merch that I didn't sell, I just left it there and told them, like, yo, give it to as many people as you can. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm losing money or not, but I need to build my brand presence out here. So next time when I come, we actually sell a bit more merch type situation. Yeah. I think that's a that's a cool way to kind of flip that like flip that um that that kind of bad thing I guess that can kind of be perceived as like a, a loss, you know? Like yeah. you realize like, yo, well I mean we we already have the product made, so instead of going home with all this shit, like I'm just gonna yeah. leave it and have it just like be used in like marketing, just like really exactly. just like like hand exactly. hand handoffs. Exactly. Um exactly. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's that's an important thing that um, I know we've talked about it on here before with other with other people we've interviewed. But it's important to realize that um, that even through even through things that that seem like losses, you can things to take away. There's always ways that those like negative. No, there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson in everything. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't be mad or, like, beat yourself up over a shitty situation. You just have to move on to the next thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, speaking of the next thing, like, what do you what do you have planned that you want to talk about or that you can talk about when you have coming up? A few projects I can't talk about, but uh, <laughs> working on new designs for pants, new designs. Yeah, new designs for the brand mostly, but then also doing like consulting for other people. And yeah, just running up my side creative projects that lead into like the brand project as well. Hmm. Yeah. Um, With, I mean, with everything that's going on now, obviously we can't move around as freely as as we'd like to, but um, do you have plans to do stuff back in Detroit? Yeah, actually, I was supposed to do something. I was supposed to do something out there in, I think it was January, but something went wrong, and then it 
they got pushed back to March, but then COVID happened. So just whenever that stuff clears, I'll end up doing something back home. But as far as right now, we're just organizing it and make sure everything's set in stone so that when the virus clears, we can make a great impact back home. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what do you, how do you think, how do you think that your life would be different if you stayed in Detroit, if you never came out? Uh, honestly, I think about that like every day, but I think I would still be like working in fashion, but it would be at a slower, lowest, lower scale. Cause visit, visibility out there is just very hard. Bro. Oh, bro, you'd be working at Burn Rubber. <laughs> Yo, probably so. Rose the man, bro. Shout out to Rose and Jay John and all those dudes. But yeah, working at a consignment shop until I figure out my situation to do what I'm doing now type situation. But yeah, it just would have been very slow for me. And I'm glad I moved to LA because that was the best decision I've ever made ever. <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to coming to LA with a plan, not just coming to LA because I feel like a lot of people come to LA and just kind of like have no idea like i i don't know i feel like yeah. i feel like a lot of people come out here and it's like i want to do this but i have no idea how i'm going to do it and like i'm just going to try to like Not figure it out and that's the crazy thing you said that so like a lot of people don't know this but before i moved out here i literally wrote down everything i wanted to do inside a notebook i was like yo i'm gonna work here i'm gonna do this next i'm gonna do this and then eventually it got me to where i am today type situation damn so like and I had a lot of people tell me like, yo, you're just going to end up coming back home in a month. Like you're not going to actually last out there. And now they're hitting me up like, yo, bro, I want to move to LA in September. Like, <laughs> like, Oh, weren't you the one saying I was going to be back home in a month? Like, yeah. <laughs> people are just really scared to make, to make that jump. Yeah. Yeah. That's, especially yeah. in my friend group, I was like the first one to actually leave home. So it was yeah. just very shocking for everyone. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I see the I see the very rare I see the very rare collab team in the background. Was that was that is that staged? Or is that actually just there all the time? Which one? Right there. Behind you. Under the painting. What? Oh, is that the poster? What? Poster, yeah. The the yeah. Oh, Justin poster, bro. Justin poster, bro. No, 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 it's right it's right behind you. It's right behind you. It's to your right is a mirror. This and it's like reflecting oh, no 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 like literally behind you. The shit that June did, folded over the chair. Oh, like, that directly was the poster. That was the poster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Damn, Marcus didn't get a poster. Yeah, Marcus didn't get a poster. <laughs> no, he did. He didn't pick. He picked one late. So I think he got the he got the last choice. But they're all oh, fire, bro. You know? Yeah. I think he just got the unsigned one. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was, hey, the, that was the birth of Marcus' Instagram avatar. Oh my god! Oh my god! Some, some yeah, I still have to frame that poster, and I still have the original artwork somewhere sitting over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gotta get that frame for sure, for sure. For know, sure. When we get the studio, that's where that's the first thing going, thing going up. Who is your real friend? Uh, 
How is this an accident? Uh, heart ripped out my abdomen. Uh, heart wrenched and it smashed again. Yeah, I ain't learned from the past, I guess. Uh, passive aggressiveness. Uh, foreshadowed in messages. Uh, I seen it all but ignored the shit. Uh, it's my fault because I saw the shit. Hey. Way before it all manifested, I was hoping I was getting tested. Stress has led to better discretion, but damn. Loyalty and honesty and trust is something I could not put up with there is a lack thereof. I promised us that we would never go through this if we was real friends. Who is your real friends? Some homies felonious, phony, it's only as real as the real get. It's a real get, bitch. Who is your real friends? Who is your real friends? Yeah, some homies felonious, phony, it's only as real as the real get. As the real get, bitch. Who is your real friends? 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 Who is your real friend? Who is a real friends? Some homies is felonious, phony ass, phony ass homies, felonious. Only the homies that know me know what it is. I was just sipping this liquor, it got me twisted. I'm drunk, staring all in this mirror. I'm wondering what y'all want. Jealous of all these walls, cause they know what's said when inside it. And I'm jealous of doors, cause they know what's said when behind it. Loyalty is my blindness, and trust is my weakness. And now I'm climbing this mountain and can't get over the steepness. Every nigga from LA was born with trust issues. Sleep with one eye open and one hand on my pistol. I try to buy me some crystals, burn me some sage. I'm searching for clarity, but it is clearly a way. I'm paralyzed by the paranoia through these para eyes. I think I need a pair of plies to pry this shit from my mind. They say just give it time, cause time in is healing. Yeah, but time's also killing. Um, I guess kind of last. What I mean, last question that I have for you. Um, what is your like dream project or your dream product or your dream collaborator? What do you what do you like? Not necessarily like where you want to stop. Like, what what do you have like envisioned as like the your goal? But just what's one thing that you've always wanted to do that you that you really want to produce with your brand? Well, seeing how when I tore my ACL, I just said, okay, if I'm not gonna hoop in the NBA, I'm just gonna design the clothes that the players are gonna wear. So it'll be an NBA collab, like an official NBA collab, and. Spalding collab, and then eventually like own an AAU team. That would be fire. That yeah, that'd be fire. be fire, bro. Yeah. And then design a Jay Z album slash single cover. I feel like that'll cover majority of my goals. Damn. And it's crazy because like I think to a lot of people, or not even to a lot of people, I think to some that can sound kind of like, like I don't know, you know, that's yeah, kind of far fetched. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, look at look at where the brand was two years ago. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, in comparison to what you're doing now, so I think like it's important to. I think honestly, it's important to have kind of far far fetched goals to have goals that that you don't that some people might think like are are unrealistic. I think that's important to have something to like strive for. Yeah, not for sure. Because if you're just aiming for weak goals, where you're gonna get weak results. It's a bar. All it is. <laughs> Thousand percent. Why not aim for the impossible? Thousand percent. And honestly, it's really not that far fetched. If anything, no, it's not, it's bro. Not. We have that's just only far fetched to somebody that's weak minded. Yeah, I mean, just even look at it like this: like 
I've gotten my brand on so many NBA players, and I could not do that back home. So just, you have to figure out the right situation to actually make those goals happen. Hey, speaking of NBA players, shout out to the league fits goat. You know what oh I'm yeah, Shay. Yo, that man had a big jumper the other day. <laughs> yeah, they won today too, right? Also, the big win today yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Yo. That's just crazy, bro. It's really him and Chris Paul, like, fucking, like, putting in work. Nah, hopefully. I want them to win the series, but I also fuck yeah. with Harden because he's a lefty. So I'm kind of, like, caught in the middle. Honestly, I, I don't know. I think James is, like, the best scorer, but I, I would rather them not win. <laughs> they're just not a championship team. But I want him and Westbrook to win because yeah, when they're on OKC – Bro, that, it was KD, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka, all those dudes. They should have won one there. But yep. now I just need them to win so everyone can just shut up type situation. <laughs> KD already got his, so now the other two have to get theirs. And Ibaka got his too. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah bro. Westbrook and – oh, man, Westbrook and Harden, dude. What? I don't know. Yeah. They need Kings to come back because they're getting they're two two now and like uh yeah damn. I'm I'm really hope I mean I'm hoping that he has the impact that he should knowing that the series is tied and it's like they're all like close games and shit and Westbrook's mm-hmm. been out so I'm hoping when he comes back he can kind of like shut that down but I don't know we'll see I mean one thing I'm happy about is like all these like bubble playoff series for the most part have been good I think there's like mm-hmm. two sweeps in the East but. Mm-hmm. Like what Denver, Utah is like a really good series. Yeah. Clippers, Mavericks is a really yeah. good sh- series. Yo, Clippers, Mavericks, Mavericks, is, the Mavericks is the best series of the playoffs right now. Yeah, shout out to Lucas shitting on the Clippers, bro. Bro, and all the memes are making it even worse. Pandemic P. Pandemic P. Crazy people are calling Lucas top five right now. Top five right now. Honestly, okay, do you think that's a stretch? Where would you put Luka in terms of, like, overall players in the league? Well, KD's out, Clay's out, Steph's out. Steph's out, yeah. I feel like eventually he will be top right five, now, but, yeah. yeah, in the bubble right yeah. now, he's prefer top five. But yeah, I think that's fair. I think he's on his way. I think he's definitely no, on his no, way because he's only 21, bro. And the numbers that he's putting up and, oh, like, yeah, the – literally got a triple-double every doing, night. Yeah, this it's crazy. This shit is insane. It's insane. Who do you think is going to – Yo, and you know what's funny? Is, so, shout-out to the Knicks fans. Every Knicks player that leaves always does better. Always does better. That's like everybody – They gave away Porzingis. They literally gave him away. For Dennis Smith, bro. For what Dennis the fuck Smith, is that? Bro. What the fuck is that? Where they got Dennis Smith was shit in college, but like, yo, I don't know you don't give that. away fucking Porzingis, bro. They got Porzingis, Conway Junior, and I think and Trey Burke too. And Trey Burke, yes. Without wow, Mavericks finesse that. That's crazy. And now yeah, I feel like Trey Burke players are killing it right now. Trey Burke went to Michigan, and then he got to the league, and I feel like he was yeah. Like, he oh, went to the dude. wrong school, but you you know. <laughs> Hey, man, Tim Hardaway. You're an Izzo fan. Yeah. It's to the Izzo. (laughs) Um, But, yo, no, I feel like, yo, some 
Trey Burke went to the D League, I think, right? He went to the G League for like a year or two. Oh, yeah. Everyone counted. And when he came back, that dude looks different, bro. That dude looks like he saw some shit in the G League. (laughs) He looks crazy. They got a drug test in ASAP. That's an ASAP. (laughs) Um, I guess still talking about NBA, like who who do you think is going to win the championship and who do you want to win the championship? Who do I think is going to win? After seeing today's game, I say the Lakers. Yo, but who I want to win would be the Clippers. What? Bro, just because I want Kawhi to go back-to-back with two nah, goals. No, 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 no. I like Kawhi, <laughs> but damn, I really like that franchise. Yo, he's your it's, high it's, man, bro. I know, bro. He's on the he fucking worst franchise, dude. He literally plays for the devil, bro. <laughs> bro no, I just want to see him get two back-to-backs with – Two different teams. Dude, honestly, I think the Raptors can low key make it back. I really do. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I think they can, dude. Like they're they're nice, still nice. And I'm th- and I'm thinking like if the Lakers go to the finals, like that's a scary matchup, bro. They really struggle with Toronto, so I'm just like, dude, like I don't know. We'll see. The bubble is kind of interesting because I feel like people that wouldn't teams that wouldn't normally win the championship, like they can win this year. I think. Yeah, everyone has a chance because yeah. there's no there's no advantage. There's no fans. There's no yeah. like. Normal like public. They don't have to travel. Like none of. Yeah. You just wake yeah, up and go. Just wake up and go. Yeah, that's crazy. Yo, if the Lakers, if the Lakers play the way they did today, can you imagine this? Is how the Lakers? Like, I mean, this is similar to like a lot of the games that they had like before when the season was still like. Oh yeah. And I mean, like, bro, they, like because today was scary. They, you know, they yeah. opened up the game like like fourteen yeah. zero, I think. Fifteen, fifteen, and from 15. there it was just. Yeah, and it, it just – it never got better. Like, I think they – like, the lead just grew. So, I mean, yeah, man, I'm 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 really happy with the game today, but I don't know. Man. I feel like with the Lakers, man, you never know, man. No, I feel like LeBron has it – has it on lock. Yo, when LeBron is – He playing, knows – I feel like he knows he can't lose this season because, yeah. one, Kobe passed away this year, RIP. But Yo, if, he lo- oh, yeah, yeah. if he loses – LA is gonna hate him, especially in the first round. I think also too. I also it's just like he he has to know. Like, I mean, yeah, he's still he's set year seventeen, but I don't think time is on his side. Time time gets everybody, bro. But like, yeah. I think if anything, yeah. like it's the best chance he's gonna have, bro. It's like, you got eighty. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, it's the best time. So we'll see. Um. We'll see. Yeah, happy happy Mamba Day, man. You know what I'm saying? Today's eight twenty-four. The Lakers did what they're yeah. supposed to do. See, this is what was supposed to happen the first game back at Staples. Yeah. Damian Lillard turned that up. So we we kind of they, there was some redemption today, a little bit, kinda. <laughs> Loki, yeah. I think Damian Lillard was hurt though. Didn't he hurt his knee? Yeah, I think so. Hopefully he didn't like tear anything or something. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it was just like some soreness or whatever. Some Bro, what about Luca coming back on a sprained ankle and still torching everyone? With no, with no Porzingis too. With and no he dropped he dropped forty two on Kobe's birthday. First of all, forty seven, forty seven. I thought it was forty two. Let me see. Let me look it up right now. I'm pretty sure it was forty two. <laughs> and while you're looking that up, like that's that's and that, that's one thing that kind of has me hopeful that the Mavericks should be able to pull this through is that they the the. The my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, 43. 43? 
43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists in 46 minutes. God damn, bro. That is efficiency. <laughs> I think um, – but if you look at it, it's like the Mavs lost the first game. Porzingis fucking got ejected off of two stupid-ass technicals, like, mm-hmm. super early. Yeah. And in this game, he didn't even play. And the Clippers lost. But so, I know, man. Hopefully when they're both – when they're both on the court, you know what I'm saying? Somebody got to reset Kawhi's fucking calibrations or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't blame Kawhi. Yo, pandemic, pandemic, P, pandemic P just has to keep doing what he does best, and, Dude, and the Mavs honestly, will win. Yeah, if so what? If Paul George doesn't step up, I don't think they're going to go anywhere far. No, hell no. They have they some can. different shit out. Yeah. They might have to like. They might have to just catch his fade tonight, you know. <laughs> the game just like just beat his ass real quick or so. I don't know. They got it. I don't know what he's on, but it's not the same. Yo, can you imagine if he fought Kawhi Leonard? Can you imagine Kawhi Yo. Leonard in a fight? No, hell no. No, nah, he probably doesn't feel pain. Kawhi... Yo, yeah, he he doesn't feel pain, bro. He, I think he would literally be anyone on earth in a fight. He would do that weird ass laugh. <laughs> just after. Come on, Marcus, do it, do it, do it. Marcus, do it, do it, do it. Is this dude literally playing Call of Duty right now? Call of Duty right now. Only with Jones, but baby, this D.O., 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 bitch Probably stop rapping and probably stop trapping But only when we all, we all rich How can I leave my niggas behind? I dress like a skater, cause we on the grind No time for a hater, I pay him no mind Say I ain't hot, till him, nigga, you lying Niggas spit fire forever, flies whoever I'm on the verge of winning, show him the proof Tell him the truth, keep it a hundred Two virgins with him Free my bro Leaf, he got caught out OT Was selling off white like it's Virgil Denim Free my bro Leaf, he got caught out OT Was Selling off white like it's Virgil Denim I had to double it I be jogging through Harlem, I'm running it Touch a beat after me, need a oven mitt I'm a vibe, little mama be coming quick Me and Nas could run through a hundred zips Back in college, I didn't need a stylist My nigga, I'm stylish, I really be wildin' I don't got a temper, but I throw a hundred fits Who you fucking with? I could go get it Ain't no cap on my rap, on my fitted I took losses from trying to send it Represent from my town, I'm the Senate I hit beats and I turn to a menace Trying to live until I make a killing You a fan like what's on the ceiling? Caliente, I know I'm the illest. Only with Jones, but baby, these D.O., 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 bitch. Probably stop rapping and probably stop trapping, but only when we all, we all rich. How can I leave my niggas behind? I dress like a skater, cause we on the grind. No time for a hater, I pay him no mind. Say I ain't hot, till them nigga, you lying. Dio my Jordan like Pop Smoke. Trying to Prezi my wrist like a top vote. Did a song with J. Prezi and popped off. Labels hitting my line, watch my stock grow. The drip over spilling the top off. Like my car, like my women, the top off. We gon' ball this fall. Taco, I'm from Harlem, been born like I'm Jones. I grew up on Cam and Capo. I was broke, then I couldn't even capos. Then I planted my seeds, let my crop grow. Now the women be calling me Guapo. I hoop and I rap and design clothes. I'm a 10 out of 10 with like nine flows. Call me Cali, a whole different time zone. I just bought him a wrist and the time froze. Jesus Used to shit pull away. Made the interview? Damn, I feel like I I'm not playing a pause here to turn on the TV. This dude's screen's lighting up and he's cheesing for no reason. <laughs> Yo, how many hours do you put into that game? Yo, you don't want the answer to that question. You definitely don't. <laughs> you definitely don't, bro. What, like six, seven, really? Six, seven, really? 
That's on a work day too, though. That's on a work day too. At least, at least four. At least four. That's not bad. No, that's, that's four, not bad. Four, four per session, bro. Marcus gets off of work at five o'clock. He's on Call of Duty at five o six. But he works thirty minutes away from work. Tell me how that works. You don't even eat first. You got the, play, you got the PlayStation in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always wanted one of those in Pimp My Ride. They always had the PS4s and the Escalade. Yo, one thing I heard about Pimp My Ride, bro, I heard that a lot of that shit that they do, it'll work. And then once the show's done, like, they, they'll, like, take shit out or, like, like the TVs will stop working after, like, like a month. Uh, like, that Pimp My Ride was not tight, bro. They, they were fucking Yo, up those cars. Yo, me and J-Mac were actually talking about where all those cars are now. Like, because oh, no they're driving that shit anymore. Nah. What I'm saying it's just like no one's driving with fucking twelve TVs in their trunk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like in the bunk. What? a great question. Yo, if, if you were smart, you would have sold that shit the day you drove nah, off the lot. Literally though. Nah, literally though. Yes, auction it. You can use the MTV fucking cloud, all that. <laughs> Sell that car and get your money and go get go get a fucking two thousand seven Honda Civic, bro. And just live and just be good. Like, bro, remember uh, they set up like the fish? Remember they set up the fish? In the backseat of a car? That's outrageous. That's outrageous. Bro, that fish would, in California, that fish would die in like one day. <laughs> that should be, that should literally be cooked in the fucking shit. Like, Yo. Yo, what's the what's the over what's the over under on that fish's life? Past one day. Oh, literally, bro, literally, way under, like, bro. bro, eight hours to one. <laughs> Top eight fucking hours. That's yeah. crazy. Hilarious. Hilarious. Um. Yeah, well, I mean, unless you guys have any other questions. What you been listening to? I am talking. Put the put the people. Oh on, yes. What if you, had a, you had a hot take earlier. Uh, 22G. Okay. Caliente. Uh, oh, Caliente, Muslim Dior. Of course, bro, I've been literally playing that song all day since it dropped. Jeez. I'll put that in here. Uh, yo, you know, we still, yo, hey, bro, if the Lakers won this series, bro, you can probably hear Big Lakers. You got to remarket that song. I'm going to turn it up. If the Lakers win the championship, he got he, he to gotta shoot a whole video. You got to shoot a whole video. Yeah, yeah, yeah real Hey, Kali, you heard that, bro. You heard that. Was that. The whole big Laker video if they win. Uh, <laughs> I've been listening to Burner Boy. His new album's fire. Oh, yeah. I listened to that today. Uh, who else? Who else? The Weeknd. <laughs> Always, dude. I went good. back. I've been listening to Jeezy a lot, too. G-E-Z? Relax. The recession. Yo, the recession was fire, bro. Yeah, the recession was really fire. Damn, I haven't listened to that shit in so long. The recession. So good. Yo, you posted. Donald fucking up all this shit. Bro. But I posted what? You posted uh, Senior Doll the other day. I know I commented, but I was like, bro, I forgot how much I like that song. <laughs> that shit. Yo, Jay- Jay-Z so was what? snapping, bro. Snapping, bro. Yes. Yeah, Jay-Z's verse was yeah. crazy, and then the whole beat. 
It's sick. Yeah, I didn't even realize Cardo produced that until I saw it again. I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, bro. That was, yeah. That's, one was, that's one of the craziest. Yeah, man. That's a crazy. Uh, bro, I don't even know what instrument that is, bro. It's like a flute. Is that a flute? <laughs> I think Yo, hey, flute, bro. Yo, flutes. Flutes with like 808s, like crazy bass, bro. That shit hits no matter what. Yeah. No matter yeah. what. Damn. And then that, what's that Drake song where he's with Hetty One? Oh, shit. Only You Freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. It, I hated it at first, but it, it grew on me. <laughs> Man, you can't hate it, bro. Drake, Drake speaks six languages. Drake speaks six languages on one. Yo, you should, yo, yo, here's what, here's what has to happen, right? What? You have to do a freestyle. You have to hit whoever you have Drake featured on it. And then the whole, the whole song is like 10 verses long, but each verse is a different language. Because I know yo, you speak mad language. Drake speaks mad languages, apparently. You know what I'm saying? You guys got to no, do the international. Is. Bro, he's like the the laptop that just inherits all these softwares. He just inherits <laughs> all, all types of different styles and languages. And then he uses it, and then he just deletes the information. Yeah. <laughs> this man was speaking Arabic on a freestyle, bro. Are you bro, shitting me? barely speaking Arabic, though. Yeah, hey, he said it, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all that, you know, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> He probably had one of his little joints, like, yo, just say this on the song. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's actually fire. <laughs> For sure. Bro. 1,000%. Yeah, that's funny. And now she's telling everyone, like, yo, I helped with that verse. I need my money. Yo, you know, I got writing credits on this Drake that, song. That doesn't sound too, uh, too far off. Imagine. Yo, fi- Imagine. Hey, go on Twitter, bro. You'll find it. You'll find the thread. Bro. Yeah, what else? What else? What do y'all been listening to? Um, dude, a lot of r- random stuff, man. Random. Uh, yo, this dude Quadri. Yo, dude did Quadri. you listen? To- so what? Did you listen to that SSG Kobe song that I sent you, McBean? No, I think I forgot. Bro, that song is gas, bro. I right, you gotta look it up. Is it SSG? SSG Kobe Sandlot. Oh, I did hear that. That shit is fire. Yeah, that, that shit, shit is fire. Gas. I feel like I've listened to ran- a lot of random songs more so than albums. Yeah. Most recently I listened to was, was that was that Burn Boy project. I'm looking through my artists. Wait, did you guys listen to Nas? No, album? I didn't. Oh, I forgot about that. No, I, I didn't even hear. Is it good? Bro, I like the single. I like the single. I haven't heard the whole thing yet. But I like the single Ultra Black. Dude, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just like it. Yeah, Hip Boy produced the whole thing, I think. So. Was, I think I saw some random features on there, and I was kind of like, I'm not sure if this is what I want to hear. It was like one song has like Big Sean. Yeah, and I saw that. I, like, I kind of listened to it, and that shit was weak. So I was like, nah, I'm good on this. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if like Nas is trying to be young. Hey, or, like, I'm not sure. And then there's also like just other random stuff. It's like, oh, he like, he like, he like did a song with the firm. Like he like redid that. And I was like, oh, like that would be tight. Yeah. But then it's like, then he has like a song. But then he also has a song with like Lil Durk, and it's like I don't know if I want to hear Lil Durk song. Yeah, he has a song with Fabio Foreign and Asia Ferg. Yeah. No, he doesn't, bro. Yes, bro. Yeah, seriously. He got Anderson Pack on here. Honestly, it, it, I, I can see Nas working with Anderson Pack though. Like that could be fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying all the features. He 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 got, he's got to learn from Jay Z, bro. Like six, I mean, six I, I, honestly, it's, it's got to be it's got to be better than the, than the last not than the last Nas album. Was that the, the Give Music one? It's got to be. Better Damn. Than that one. Yo, cop shot the kids might be 
like top 10 most annoying songs I think I can I was like. about to say I'm like please don't please don't praise this song no 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 definitely not, definitely not. like the I, opposite I, of that it was so hey besides Illmatic what's the best dance album honestly it was written is better than Illmatic I'm telling I, people do nah bro I feel like I feel like I feel like the main argument there is that because Illmatic was first you know what I mean because that was the debut like yo this is how you're this is how you're announcing yourself to the world like it has to like, you know what I'm saying? I think people just put it yeah. Honestly, I besides think besides Illmatic, my favorite Nas like project would probably be Distant Relative with Damien. That's a big sleeper. I think that's a big sleeper. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. everyone sleeps on that shit. Yeah, there's some great songs on there. I like um Godson, Stillmatic. I think my favorite is It Was Written, like yeah, it was really nice. Like the storytelling on that one is just like crazy to me. It's like classic, just New York. Like it's very like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like only some people have that opinion. I know for sure Sobe agrees with me though. That's the only person I know that think that thinks that too. But I think it was it was written is better. I think. I think yeah. like what I was saying. I think Omatic is just like the first one. But I think I don't know. People really picked that one because of like the production. I think because he worked with so many different like, yeah, like goats, greats or whatever. But yeah, this the second album is like best to me yeah. Uh, yeah we'll see i don't know now, i feel like the last like good nas album that i really thought was tight was um was life is good which is kind of like his version uh, of like, yeah that was, was like, very album. mainstream yeah like it was like him on his grown shit like he has that one song with yeah. uh what is it oh cherry wine he has that one song with um with amy winehouse man like i don't know it just sounds like like like, like cool like mature i don't i don't like when like old rappers be like they be like trying to sound young. Like I don't like that vibe. Yeah, the self-titled album was fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, that shit was, was crazy. Though. I remember when that shit came out. All the controversy around that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. The original yeah, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to. I'm on the people's album though. Hopefully, I don't get. I'm not disappointed, but we'll see. I don't think I'll yeah, be we'll tuning see. into that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Bro, Marcus, what you been listening to? Yeah, the same shit. Marcus been listening to people. Marcus been listening to people cuss him out on Call of Duty. Dude, this guy, this guy has been listening to the same album for like six months. Like six months. Hey, that's just live. That. Eve Sumer, Total, <laughs> Outer Peace. Is it because your girl's a DJ? No. <laughs> I just like I just like those albums. Bro. I just like those albums. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for the East. What you cut out? For the East. What'd you say? Yo, my uh, my yo, hold on. Oh, yo. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Omni's ready for the East Tumor vibe yet, man. I don't even know who that hey, is. Hey, you might be, bro. He's uh, he's like he's like he's like friends with Theo. He he was at the uh at Theo's listening party. Oh, at Theo's listening party. Who is it? He's Tumor. He's like this. He's like this black like punk rock. Like I don't know how else to explain. I'm super like. Yeah, you gotta send. You gotta send it. I, I don't know. Yeah, we'll send it. We'll send. We'll, we'll put you on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. No, I think I think you will. I think you like some stuff. Yo, actually, speaking of putting people on, I remember you guys actually put me on to um to Dutch Valley. I think you and Kenny. Oh yeah. Put me on to Dutch Valley. 
with I forgot the I forgot the name of the song, but it was his first hit. Yo, that dude is blowing up in London right now. He's oh, like bro. on top of all the charts. Like everything he puts out is like number one. Like yes, he just had a song with um, he just had a song with Stormzy and Hedy One, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Dutch Valley. Yeah, Dutch Valley is definitely up next. Yeah, I mean, he's up now, but I would say out here. Yeah. Yo, Hedy One has an album coming out, and I know for a fact that there – I don't know if you guys have heard it, but there's a uh, – I know, Chris, you probably heard it. There's a Kenny Beats beat on there, and it's – bro, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. With Hedy One? For Hedy One, yeah. I, I, they haven't said it's on the album, but it has to be on the album because it hasn't come out yet. And his album's been announced. It's coming out soon. So, uh, bro, this shit's about to be crazy. Damn. I think I like it better than both of the – um. Both of the uh, who else, who just came out with some shit from the UK with Kenny Beats on it, the SL? whole tape, like SL, all those songs. SL. SL, SL. I think I like it better than the SL songs. Yeah, just off the snippet. Is the song already out? Is the song already out? Nah, it's just a snippet. You can find it on YouTube. Um, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying. Oh man! Um, any yeah, uh, this interview? I guess yeah, we, this interview. I hasn't been that long actually. I think it's been like an hour probably because we we were talking before. Um, but I guess before we actually sign off, before we stop recording, um, do you have any any last words? Anything you want to put people onto? Anything you want to kind of just say? Any quotes? You know what I'm saying? You want to have like a fire off, fire ass like send off? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Spinny bars, spinning uh, bars. Uh, the only option is just to keep going. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, bro. There you That's go. What I tell myself. So I'm giving, myself, game so game right I'm giving you self game right now. I'm giving you self game right now. I like that. Man, it's spoken. It's spoken. You know what it is, man. Well, Alright, I remember she knows me. Yeah. Why I'm tripping, she ain't oldest me. Well man, not even cold as me. Every time I have a show, got sell it off, I go to sleep. We got some new best, we got some new best, yeah, yeah. We got some new best, we got some new best, yeah, yeah. Treating these deals like this shit's old best, yeah, yeah. I fuck that little bitch, told her just bring her friends, yeah, yeah. It's not for me. Yeah, yeah, it's not for me, no, it's just 
just for my mans, yeah, yeah I'ma just play with the pussy, yeah, as fast as I can, yeah, yeah I'ma just count these racks, yeah, as fast as I can, yeah, yeah I ain't never trust no bitch, I ain't never trust no man, yeah, yeah Now why the fuck would I give up on my gang if my gang never gave up on me? I never ever tell my niggas I don't care if they give me 30 green I'm always gonna be a 1600 nigga when my name connect in the streets These niggas mad because they's not me and my niggas they all gonna eat, come on, wait Make a crazy girl go on a date I can make a gay girl turn to a straight Take off them jeans and put on a lace Fuck all of that Take your bitch and I grab on the waist Talk to the reverend but I don't know miss I cannot see the haters like I miss Oh my god, oh my god, I'm in the rain She pull up on me, then your bitch can slay Louis V, everything I got to taste She all in my face so I know she want to Say I mumble too much, what the fuck is you saying? Your girl in my bed and you know she be laying She tell me her problems, act like I'm late We got some new bands, we got some new bands Yeah, yeah we got some new bands, we got some new bands, yeah, yeah Treating these D.O.s like this shit's old vans, yeah, yeah I fuck that little bitch, told her just bring her friends, yeah, yeah It's not for me, no, it's just for my mans, yeah, yeah I'ma just play with the pussy, yeah, as fast as I can, yeah, yeah I'ma just count these racks, yeah, as fast as I can, yeah, yeah I ain't never trust no bitch, I ain't never trust no man, yeah, yeah